this bit, recording started, you'll never get a worse, a more unnatural part of your life. And then plus it's worse for you because you've got the glare of my screen on my glasses. Went through yeah. this shit today on the watch along. There's nothing I can do about that. Like, can't see without them. So you just have to deal with the glare. How many <laughs> uh, How many people were watching it on Saturday? Because my mate, like, obviously my mate comes to mine. So we were just watching it together. Like, I saw you tweet like a link for the stream. Oh, the watch along. So the, the MMA ones were always dead, but we did a football one last night, me and John for the Everton game. And that was popping off, you know, it did all right. It's got like 500 views on it, but it was good at the time because for that for them ones, you'll always have like, I don't know, like 20, 30 people at one time. So you've got a lively chat and everything. Yeah. But, mate, if you're watching, you, you burn up. I think people forget UFC is definitely like quite a niche sport in the UK. It's definitely not. It's big, yeah. it's bigger than it used to be, but it's not massive. Yeah, I think like when I say to most people, like, oh, you're watching the fight, they have no idea. What... No idea. They'll ask you who's boxing. Yeah, like, to, yeah, cause I was saying this to someone as well, like, you know, like, okay, say, like, the most famous boxers, I'll say, in the UK, are, like, say, Tyson Fury, AJ, and then maybe, like... Dillian White, someone like that. Yeah, but, like, no no one, no one, like, people, like, the regular people know who they are, but, like, no one would know who, like... For example, I have people ask me, like, oh, well, who's this Paddy the Paddy guy? But, like, They'll never be like, oh, uh, Leon Edwards or Darren Till or Michael Bisp. They would have no idea who they are, kind of thing. So, or like, right? Who are the top of their game in the UK? So, even if they're just world champions, so people like uh, Lee Wood, for example, someone like that, yeah. he's definitely more recognized than the equipped, like, so say, say a, a world champion, I don't know, Leon, Ed, you got Leon Edwards and, uh, and Aspinall. Think of like one smaller tier below them two. So, them two are the are really. Oh, yeah, Arnold Allen, so exactly, use Arnold Allen. So them two are the pinnacle of the sport, yeah. They're the equivalent of, like, they're like Tyson and AJ, do you know what I mean? In terms of yeah. accomplishment, they're, like, at the top of the sport, and they're not even remotely as known as Fury or AJ. Like, if them two, say, see, the UFC sells out arenas, I think, just on the name alone, like the UFC alone. I feel like they never yeah. even have to have a fight. They never even have to have a fight done to... Um, for it to for, for the, the venue. Sometimes they sell out venues, and there's not even been a pay, there's not even been a card announced. I remember like right before lockdown, so this is like early 2020, obviously the UFC always comes to March, it comes to London every March, so I was like, oh, it's, uh, it was meant to be Leon Edwards against Tyron Woodley. I remember and, that. Yeah, yeah. And I was going to buy a ticket because it was like February and they were, they were still only like 40 quid, they weren't sold out. Yeah, so and then lockdown came. Yeah, but it's gotten so much more popular now. Like when I looked at the first London card back, you know, like when it was Paddy and Molly and like yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone, and then it was just Aspinall like, headline against someone. Was it Aspinall? No, no, that was the other London card. I'm, I mean, actually, no, it might have been that one. Yeah, 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 it was. Yeah, it was Aspinall, Aspinall versus Volkov or something. Yes, it was Volkov. Yeah, because um, yeah, I remember. Yeah, that was it. Aspinall and Volkov. But that sold out quick, didn't it? And the prices were ridiculous. But back in the back in the day, it would always sell out. By the time the remember Till versus Masvidal and that, yeah. By the time the event rolled round, the event would be sold out. But tickets weren't anything crazy. They weren't like hundred quid for the cheapest tickets. You could get a fifty yeah. quid ticket. It would sell out a couple of weeks before. They were big stars. Obviously, like Till was a massive star. If you can have, if you can sell out the O2 off your on your own as a headline, like Till could, yeah. that makes you a massive star in the UK. Don't get me wrong. Like there's yeah. boxers who would love to be able to sell out the O2, but it wasn't like like it is now where it's on fire. That's why I just think, why does Dana White, why does UFC not just have some balls and do Aspinall versus Asp, Aspinall? I don't know, what, why is he so scared of doing a stadium fight in the UK? 
Oh, because I, I think Dana doesn't like stadiums because I think one he's worried about atmosphere. But do you know what's funny? I was re-watching with my mate because he hadn't seen it before. So we watched uh, um, Ronda Rousey against Holly Holm, and they Holly did. Holmes. Yeah, they did it in a stadium in Australia. It looked, it looked great, kind of thing. Unbelievable. He always like, says about the UK, doesn't he, that you can't guarantee the weather, but we don't give a fuck about the weather. We're not asked. Yeah, but that, you could, you don't, you don't have to, because like when AJ fought Usyk at Tottenham's yeah. ground, Tottenham ground yeah. and that was in October. Like you don't need the weather doesn't matter because you can cover it even Wembley. You don't need to but, have. Was there a thing for Tottenham's ground's not got a, a roof, has it? But um, they done AJ Usyk there in October, so I'm assuming they must have had yeah, some. Sort of... Was that not just her not asked? <laughs> Like I feel like no, I feel like but boxing. Fury fought there as well. Fury fought there as well. He fought um, yeah, Chisora. Yeah, Chisora. Yeah, and and like Fury fought Dillian White at Wembley. So, but yeah, but I feel like I feel like boxing. I went watching fucking. Uh, I went watching Chisora versus David A at Upton Park, and it yeah. was I can't even tell you what month it was, but it pissed. But what when was that fight? Let's have a look. When I think, do you know, I've not even got the UFC card. I say like little research or anything we've done for this, but I couldn't. We couldn't have cancelled it because we didn't do that. We were supposed to do this before the card, yeah, and I fucking yeah. I let you know. Hang on, what we what what, what was I googling then? What was the whole point of this conversation? Upton Park, David Hay. Yeah, David Hay, and it was the worst weather ever. And I do remember when I look back at it, I had I had long pants on, so it must have been cold. But I feel like boxing fans just we just take what we're given whenever we're not like that big mourners. Well, not to yeah. be fair, why? why was it so fucking cold then? Why was it so yeah, the, the, the worst? Was that the worst that that it's it down. What year was that? 08, 09? Uh, no, 2012, you know. Oh, I don't know then. So that would have been like Olympics time as well. So for the Olympics probably would have been the same time. That was like my first boxing fight that wasn't like in Manchester or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, you know what? It's funny you say that. I think they're doing, I think Dana was saying they want to do UFC, not just in London. Yeah, Manchester, he wants to do UFC in Manchester, doesn't it? And then, then they're doing Ireland as well. So Bellator, I don't know if you knew this, Bellator had a thing on the free arena in Ireland because the UFC right. was like once every like six, seven years or five years, whatever, but Bellator would go regularly. They had a deal with the, with the free arena. They could be on, they're the only, they was only allowed to be the only MMA promotion that could do a show at the free yeah. arena. But then yeah, they, but they done Bellator shows, especially in Ireland and France, was always so because they always get like, yeah, they're doing like, um, I think they should do... But the thing is, they could do, like, Katie Taylor. Obviously, Katie Taylor wanted to do Croke Park. So I don't see why they couldn't just do, like, a UFC Island in Croke Park. I feel Park. like they just... I don't... You know, I, I can't understand it because there's such a hot property. If they went and did UFC Australia and did it at Marble Stadium, yeah, like, where fucking Cambosas fought Haney, uh, if they just tried a little bit and put, like, two massive fights in it, people will go to it, like, stadium... I think Dana sometimes worries that, like, the, like it might not do as well as he hopes. But yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't need we don't need an excuse to go to it. Right, imagine it. Yeah, we love a good time, especially in the UK. We love we love a day out. We love a good time. We love yeah. Events, yeah. A UFC at Wembley would be a fucking sick day. Imagine how, how you could go down with lads. You could go down with your bird. You could have the, the best time ever. You could be in, out in London all day. Get the fucking tube to Wembley and watch fucking fights at Wembley. And bear in mind, these UFC cards are not like boxing cards. They're stacked. Yeah. There's fights that you're in. Yeah, exactly. Because they've got because because UFC own all the fighters. It's not like yeah. boxing, where like you've sort of got a match of people. Yeah, curve. You yeah, that is it. When you go watching boxing, you know yourself. You probably go into for the last three fights, and that's at best. Sometimes I've gone watching boxing, and I've gone in for the last, the second to last fight halfway through. UFC yeah. because they own both people. It doesn't matter who wins to them because they're they're the winner anyway. 
Dim, dim. Yeah. At least it's just not the big, biggest uh, no, names on the card. They matched evenly through early on. Yeah, that's one of the things. Like me, even like even in like not just UFC. Like me and my mate, we went to watch Bellator at Wembley like a year and a half ago. And he was a car. Sorry, was MVP on that one? Yeah, he fought Logan Storley. And yeah, he, yeah, like, I, thought, I thought he won. But he, I he thought won. he won as well. Yeah, I thought he won. I thought he should have won that fight. Um, but yeah, like and even. Obviously, you don't know a lot of these guys who are at the bottom of the card, even at the top. Because obviously, Bellator is not like the UFC, but like yeah. it's still evenly matched for the most part, so you can watch it. And that's yeah, what exactly. kind of I, I like boxing, but for me, I'm just a casual when it comes to boxing. So like, I only watch the big fights kind of thing. I don't know about every. I don't know about someone until they're big. So that's why I'm yeah. confused about this whole. Like one of my mates, he loves boxing. So like this whole Haney sort of um, Shakur Stevenson Davis yeah. kind of. I don't even know who's the best because I don't watch them enough to know kind of thing. I don't, I'll admit, I'm a bit of a, I don't know, I don't even know how you describe it, maybe like a hardcore casual, so I used to be, before I found MMA, I was only into boxing, yeah. loved it, watched everything, I would sit at home and watch earlier title fights on like a, now it's probably a bad line, British title fights, definitely English yeah. title fights, I've watched a few English title fights, I've watched a few, I've watched British title fights, like I'd watch any Sky card, any, it used to be Box Nation at the time, I'd watch all them cards, I loved it, I loved all into boxing massive then, I found, and I used to shit on MMA, bad, yeah. I used to slag it off so much, and then I feel like, when you realise MMA is just far better, not as a sport, boxing is probably the better sport, but just because MMA is... What do you mean by as a sport? What do you mean as like a sport in terms of... I feel like box. I feel like... I think he was saying this, Demetrius Johnson said this, you can be... To be a ch world champion boxer, you need to be very, 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 very good at boxing. But yeah. to be a world champion at MMA, you don't need to actually be amazing at anything. And you can be seriously bad right. at other things. I'm not saying, listen, I'm not shitting on the sport. I think it's unbelievable. Like, no, I know, I know, I know exactly what you mean. The yeah, level yeah. of technique and being a good boxer is massively different to the level of technique and being a good Yeah, there's more, there's more variables because I guess you could say like Pereira, for example, he's the uh, yes. light heavyweight champion. But say, for example, if he was in, say, the welterweight division where it's full of wrestlers, maybe he wouldn't be as good. Well, he wouldn't be. But you don't know until um, you fight these people kind of thing. Yeah. No, we can't make assumptions, but like, so, so Pereira, if he went and did a grappling match with, Someone as shit as Chris, like, no, not obviously, he's had a good career. Someone as shit as Chris Weidman, yeah. Chris Weidman has a grappling contest with Pereira, just grappling, submission of underground or something. Weidman would twist him up, yeah. It wouldn't be two minutes, yeah. You got to think because boxers only do boxing. If a box, and you got to think about injuries as well. This is what a lot of the uh, box, like a lot of the people who go over and that. So, like, Eddie Alvarez has said it recently. Um, Darren Till said it because he's been training boxing for a year now. They're saying, because when you're training boxing, you just train boxing and then do strength and conditioning. Whereas when you're MMA, you have to do wrestling classes, striking classes. And then you'll do, you'll do, yeah, you'll do jiu jitsu, wrestling, boxing. You'll do, and then you've got to do strength and conditioning and all the other disciplines as well, yeah. grappling, everything. But, and then, so you're constantly, because you're doing like double sessions every day and you try training all these different like martial arts, you get a lot of injuries. And main yeah. fighters get no more injuries than you have. Uh, in, in a way, that could also mean that it's harder because you can't just be. Like, no, it's, it's, definitely, like, it's definitely harder. I think it's definitely harder to train for an MMA fight. Especially, but especially now. I mean, like, you say, like, um, maybe not even even like 10 years ago so if you look at like who was champion say 10 years ago in say the UFC like okay who was champ so say Mighty Mouse okay he's like an anomaly 35 say like Dominic Cruz who's like arguably the greatest bandway ever but would he have been the champion in this era where these guys can wrestle and they can strike and they can do this and they can do that so it's like the sport is kind of still evolving, whereas like if you watch boxing, say, 30, 40 years ago, like if you watch, say, Marvin Hagler or Tom Tommy Hearns or whoever, or any of these guys, they can still do the same thing that these guys yeah. can do. 
I agree with that. I do agree. Boxing's hundreds of years old. The UFC are making this big thing now at the minute. Oh, yeah, we're we're 30 years old. 30 years old is nothing. Boxing's only 300 years old. You know what I mean? So, no, of course, the sport's evolving every day. And the the MMA fight is now like people talk about like BJ Penn and that. And you think BJ Penn, one of the best of all time. But he would maybe, that's probably a bad example because maybe he would be one of the only ones now. But like someone like Matt Hughes, Matt Hughes won world, world title. I think he lost it, won it, like lost it, won it yeah. a couple of times. He would get destroyed by anybody now. I, well, I, I kind of agree, but then at the same time, if he fought in today's time where he had more resources and knew more information, maybe he would. That's true. No, that's true. I think maybe it's just those people in that era, but it's kind of like if they were in this era, they probably would. Like there are some guys who are obviously anomalies, like say GSP or Jones or whoever. But you are right. Like the champions now are just getting so much better. Like I think that guy Armin Sarukian, I think he's so Absolutely. good. Like, no doubt in my mind. He's, I think he's the only guy in the division that could beat Islam. He, he, he fought him in his debut and it was close. Yeah, and he lost. It was close, wasn't it? It was close. So. It's, 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 I feel like the, the the gold standard now for not even world title fights, just not even world champions, like, no, just for like, like, for, like look at Shaq, uh, Shavkat Ramanov now and like uh, Hamzat. Yeah, you know, Hamza. these, these are people who are not even in world. Not, they might, well, I mean, maybe Hamzat will next time, but they're not exactly fighting for world yeah. titles next and look at the level these are setting i just feel and, and one thing about the ufc as well maybe a bit more no they, they used to dine out on this that you could but there's no easy fights in the ufc they definitely do build prospects a bit more now look at like the way they did with sean o'malley and stuff like that they definitely build even even you can say with shavkat and hamzat like they are giving them like steven wonderboy is a, not an easy touch obviously he's a, he's a good fighter but he's an, Definitely done it back in the day. It used to be killer first killer, and then people would just like suffocate on the fact that they couldn't just keep fighting mm. these. But they definitely, they definitely build people more often now. Mm, I think I think maybe that's kind of down to they've got a bigger roster because I think when you say when you had like so even like McGregor came up, if you look at like the guys he fought, it wasn't like Can off the camp. He actually fought some good guys, kind of thing. Even he got a few. Look at Brando in Finger, Dennis Siva, but then yeah, obviously. Definitely. People like Poirier, Poirier fight quite well. The Poirier well, fight, and then obviously he fought aged well. The Holloway fight aged well. Yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. Like, to be yeah. like, I guess they had no. The UFC probably had no idea Max Holloway was going to turn out to be. It's like, what, what was he like when he fought McGregor? Like twenty-one or something. Second fight. Yeah, he, he was young. Yeah, like he fought. He fought Dustin. He actually fought Dustin Poirier when he was nineteen. Uh, Max Holloway. Right now? I love him to bits me, but you've got to think of some of the like the fights he's been in. He, he can't have long left. I, you know what though? I think he does because obviously he still does spar a little bit. But he says for the most part he doesn't spar yeah, in camp. He doesn't need to because he knows how to box. Kind of. Thing. Do you know what though? Yeah, well, he, I did see a thing with he was on Ariel Short actually in studio. It was an unreal interview, and I think he said on that he had stopped sparring altogether for, for more to camps. And after the second Volkanovski fight, where at the no the third Volkanovski oh, fight yeah. where he felt like we just got properly outdone he said he yeah. felt like it was off timing wise and now he started sparring a little bit again so, yeah I, I heard that as well because Sean Strickland said that he yeah because Sean Strickland was on uh he went on Joe Rogan's show this year and he was saying how uh, he bumped into Holloway he said yeah he does spar a little bit more not as much as he used to but he does yeah. spar again but you know what, it's funny you say that you know, Strickland is weird isn't it uh, well the one with Ronald Rogan I don't listen to any Joe Rogan I promise you like I I've listened to uh, Sugar O'Malley and he's, was it, he's what's his coach called? Tim, Tim, Tim well, yeah. them two on it. I've listened Thank to the Strickland one and that's it, I think, this year. And he's a good people on it. He's had, he's had Aljamain on. He had a lot of champions on. He had, uh, he had yeah, he loads of... I feel like sometimes I'm like, 
I like Aljo. I'm an Aljo fan, but I'm not going to listen to Aljo talk on Joe Rogan because I don't really. I'm not like that I interested. Like Aljo, no. But you know, he's had a lot of like Rogan this year's had some good MMA people on. He had um, he had on even like guys from back in the past. He had like Dan Henderson on uh, yeah. a few months, months back. Well, uh, these people, people like Dan Henderson, like as much as they're legends and that, they don't speak that well. It's not. They're right. not like a great. They're not like a great. I feel like this with Mike Tyson. Like Mike Tyson's, I my views on Mike Tyson are a bit probably controversial. I'm not. Maybe, and I think like a lot of people do love him. He's like universally loved. Everyone thinks he's like one of the maddest people ever. But even him, I find, I find it struggle. I struggle to listen to his podcast and stuff because he is so like unlistenable because of like yeah. forty years. And yeah. I feel like people like Dan Anderson. That's why I think Bisbin's worked out well because of the wars and stuff. Bisbin's and you'd think he'd be in like worse Nick, but he's in. He's in yeah, all right. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Oh, Bisping was oh, on yeah. that. Did you finish the Bisping when you asked me about Bisping podcast? Did you even ever finish that story? Or yeah, I, was I remember I obviously I yeah. I always Bisping talking with Anthony Smith, but they done a thing last year where they said, okay, let's predict who the champions will be this time next year, basically. Yeah, and I was thinking like, I wonder who will be champion in each division. So they done it for every division, and they were like, who do you think will be champion? What do you want us to do that? So, we should start for a, so we'll start with the women's divisions and then we'll I'll do work that. I can do right. that. We start we with to, I'll tell you what though, save that for the end because we need to do we need to we've got I've got an hour here. You probably don't watch oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah, There's a built-in yeah. built alarm that goes off on my phone every day at half eight. So at half eight that alarm will go off and it'll have been an hour. So we've got to half eight to then we have to wrap things up. So I yeah. say we go through the UFC card. Yeah. Gives me a chance because obviously right on the spot now, I'm not sure I didn't know. But and then we'll come, as as an ender. We'll come back to the um championship. What we do is we'll have this year. You're obviously you're aware though. You're a, what is it? Centre parks. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not. I've got like like no time. So no rush. Yeah, no, no. I'm saying no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying oh, that's, you know. I always think I want to go to a centre park. So like, oh, then Butlins do like rave weekends. I always think now. Nah, I would have I have only come here when I was a kid. But I'm just like with my mates' family. So, yeah. Is it good? Yeah, it's good. We only we got it today. It's only like an hour drive to be fair, like outside of London. So it's actually not. Are well, you there with the boys? No, nah, so basically, it was meant to be like me, my friend, the young, his younger brother, the younger sister, both the parents, and like my mate's girlfriend. But basically, now it's just me, the dad, and the daughter. But we, like we, like I lived with them like last year. Like I've known them for like yeah, yeah. time, sort of thing. But yeah, so where did you have the drinking that with you? Oh yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, I mean, I'm not driving, so it's all good. What are you coming home tonight? You're not coming home tonight, are you? No, 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 I'm coming back on like Saturday morning. All right, sick. Why would that be asked if you why would that matter if you're driving then? No, I'm not gonna like what I'm saying is that like, I'm not driving like on the way back either, so it's all good. I mean, you could drink, you could go wild for the next three nights and not have to worry about driving two nights. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I'm all good. But I'm going out Saturday anyway. So we're all, me and my wife, we're all gonna watch like the football and the boxing and that darts. So, also, into darts, you know. Yeah, let, not me Google, mean, 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 let me Google this card and we'll start at the top because then if we run out of room, we don't have to like cut short Colby and Leon oh, yeah. talk because yeah. we're fucking because I've not let you speak for 20 minutes talking about fucking yeah, bro. Well, right, yeah, in a comfy position, change. I started, yeah. I used to sit I, when I was in the other house before we moved and I had them two, I had like the little upstairs bit with the fucking dressing uh, with the wardrobes and the downstairs with the mirror that was nice but that little fucking white wall in the kitchen that i have to do videos on it's like a, a fucking insane asylum i can't deal with it my leg is a bit <laughs> we'll have to we'll do we'll do this yeah and then what should we do i don't maybe we should just do one of these 
before and after every numbered event, or if it's a special fight card, we'll do a fight card. Yeah, so say like if it's a big fight card. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't want to commit to it. I remember I, I started doing them fucking UFC and boxing weekly, like me just talking about. It. I mean, I just can't be asked committing to like talking about boxing and MMA every week because sometimes there's like a decent sized boxing fight on and a fight night card, and you think I'll watch them like I'm interested in them, but I'm not interested enough to do a fucking twenty minute video talking about them. Do you know what I mean? Oh, 100%. Well, we'll do the well, numbered events, and then if there's an English fight card, we can do that. Yeah, or if there's like a like a big one, say like when they done UFC Paris. Yeah, exactly. Paris. Yeah. Saudi Arabian card, that's going to be big. We know that's going to be big. The first Saudi Arabian. That's, that's, that's essentially, though, that card's essentially a. Like a Fight night card. Yeah. But it's it'll boring. be a pay Have you seen what they're paying? All the things have been leaked, haven't they? So Abu Dhabi pay 20 million site fee for the Abu Dhabi cards. Yeah, that's nothing. Really not Don't matter about ticket sales or nothing. The UFC get 20 million just for being there, just for showing up. Yeah, I know. They're going to have. I think Islam's fighting on there. Islam's going to be fighting there. On the Saudi one, yeah, I think he will because obviously makes, he won't... it's a fight night, but they're getting paid like sixteen million for that. So. Yeah, so they've got the money, so they, it won't really matter. If, like, because and I think the, oh yeah, that's another one. DC was on Rogan the other day, and he sort of let it slip. Oh, Islam will probably be on there, and he he obviously Islam said he wants to fight three times next year, and also he's not going to fight. He wants to ideally fight before Ramadan. The yeah, no, sorry, when is Ramadan? I think it's like April, so it's like that card's in like March, end of March. That's a lot perfect. of the Muslim, a lot of the Muslim fighters don't want to obviously fight when they're fasting or whatever, so it makes perfect sense. And then you want to get so if he wants three times next year, you definitely need to get in early, and then you need to do Ramadan, and then probably get in like August, September, then December. That's I think three is unrealistic. I think two, you'll get two. I think yeah, two, two because he fought twice this year. He fought Volkanovski twice, and yeah, True. I think. If I was a fighter anyway, I wouldn't really want to do three. What do you gain from fighting three times? I know I if you're a champion, you're making money. Me, you've got to think of the money. Yeah, the money. Like when they're a champion, especially that's what Volkanovski always says. Like, as soon as you lose that belt, you lose your pay per view points. So you're back down to half a million a fight if you're in a world title fight. But when you've got the belt, the way the, they structure it, the way the UFC structure the pay, which is the, the, the best way to do it if you run a business, like they make it so, like, being a world title challenger's really good, can change your life, is obtainable. But it's not like the best, amazing thing in the world. But having that belt, they get paid yeah. like, yeah, Volkanovski probably gets like four million a fight while he's fighting for the belt. So if you defend three times, that's twelve million a year. You can do a lot of things with twelve million. Do you know what I mean? But do you not think as well when you get to a certain level, say like Vol- okay, let's say these guys like Poirier or say Gaethje, Oliver, these guys that aren't champions, and I don't think they they have the same kind of contract where it's like oh you, you can get they're they're probably making at least a million when they're not champion because they're such big names. Oh yeah, definitely. I think that's why Colby sells sells the fight so well. I think he's agreed. I think there's a deal though where he agrees. I, I think he knows his worth. Like he's like, listen, I'm a good B side. You're gonna pay some of these people five hundred grand, and they're not gonna do anything. They're not gonna speak. Like Balal Muhammad's gonna get five hundred grand to fight Leon Edwards. Yeah, he's not gonna sell the fight. No one's interested in him whatsoever. You pay Colby double that. You're not. He's not getting paid for viewpoints, and he sells a fight massively. That's why the UFC go to these sort of. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Being a very good B side. Yeah, Colby definitely made bank. I think these last like say four years. Since the Usman fight, I think he's definitely made. I reckon he's probably made like in ten million dollars max. Ten. Around. I, yeah, you got to think. Okay. He's never even made five million from you. Yeah, me, but man. hold on. So okay, so when he fought Usman the first time, I reckon he made. That's just half a mil. Okay, fine. Maybe not. Maybe five or six. I think, I think half a mil for the first Usman fight. I think he yeah. might have liked somewhat pay per view points, but I don't think he would have because Erlewine he said if you listen to it, this on. Um, 
Mundy Shaw, the one after the finger, he says, I know he's not getting paid. He's never had pay-per-view points. No, but I think he got more points against Masvidal because he... It we was, never, it was... never. That's one word we know he never because he even said himself, Masvidal's getting pay-per-view points and I I was that desperate to get the fight against Masvidal. I've, he definitely... I thought, it, I thought it was the other way around. I thought Masvidal wasn't getting any... And then no, Masvidal got on Masvidal's contract. Oh, yeah, when, Masvidal, yeah. when Masvidal had signed that new contract just before the Diaz fight, because they were desperate to keep hold of him because he only had two fights left and the whole boxing thing and whatever, and he was blowing up and they needed a little pay-per-view guy. He signed a deal where anytime he fights, if it's a five-rounder, it's a, he got pay-per-view points. That's why his last fight against Gilbert Burns was only three rounds because then they didn't have to pay him pay-per-view points. Yeah, yeah. Before the Diaz fight, definitely Masvidal signed a contract where anything yeah, he yeah, had... I reckon he would have got a nice sort of pay cut, like not the regular five hundred grand. I think he's smart enough yet, right? So a lot of MMA fighters are not that smart yet. If you go to the yeah. UFC and say, listen, I know for a fact, I'm not, I don't expect pay-per-view points, but I will headline an event. So the Masvidal event, yeah, I think it's sold 400,000. That's what I, that's what I heard. And then it sold out the um, T-Mobile Arena. So if Colby says, listen, I'm not like all these other idiots who are just made up to be to be getting half a million. I want a million for the Masvidal fight. I don't want pay-per-view points. If I was getting pay- if he was getting pay-per-view points at 400 grand, he should get like 2.8 million something, yeah. whatever the on that pay structure that got leaked when Eddie Alvarez took Bellator to court from that pay structure he should have got like 2.8 or 3.2 million but if he just says listen I don't expect that I'm not stupid I want a million up front the UFC are not going to go now I'll tell you what we'll give the Masvidal fight to Gilbert Burns who will be on 500 grand the pay-per-view will tank nobody's interested in a headline event between Masvidal and Gilbert Burns so I think he's smart where he probably he definitely negotiates more than just standard uh, MMA challenger, which is 500 grand in it, like so, Royval. But that's the whole point. They want they want people like Royval to think, to sit on lower contracts, thinking, if I can just get a title fight, I'm getting half a million pounds. No matter yeah. what the pay-per-view does, I'm getting half a million pounds. So, like, it's definitely a... But also, if you're Royval, or, say, guys that have talent talent to the belt in his position, I don't even want to... I don't even want to... That's changed his life. You're buying a... Buy, a, buy three houses, cash, live in cash like that guy, live in one of them, and then have two houses rented out. It changed your life, mate. And he would never have earned, he would, Royval would have, well, I've just seen the team now, Royval would have never earned anything like 500 grand. So that's the whole reason why the UFC works, and that's why they can tie these fighters down to like such like quite restrictive yeah. contracts. I know, I, know we're, I, know, I know we're getting off tangent, but you know, it's funny, Eric, do you know Eric, obviously Eric Anders, the middleweight, and he's like light heavyweight as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he was on Joe Rogan maybe like a year and a half, two years ago. And obviously, he's not a big star. Like, he doesn't earn any of that money, like the half a million. He was saying, I don't understand these fighters that say, oh, we don't get paid enough. Obviously, everyone wants more money. But he's like, I'm not like a big star. I've made enough money and I've bought like loads of houses and I've done this and that. And I'm not even like like an Ingarni or McGregor or whoever. What you're saying is correct. With the UFC, they've got it where... All the people who were flawed, right? If you was an Eric Anders fighting on a boxing card, yeah, you would probably be three, three down the list, four down, four down the card, mm-hmm. earning eight grand. But because you're in the UFC, you fight eight from the top on an apex card. You can be on eighty grand. You can get eight, be paid. You can be paid eighty grand a fight for being like a nobody, realistically, because that's how well the yeah. UFC's structure is. So, I would say. Say someone like Darren Till. Darren Till got paid half a million to fight Woodley. Yeah. I would say, well, maybe not that because that's a title fight. So Darren Till fights Stephen Thompson. He gets yep. paid 110 to show, 110 to win. He gets paid 220 grand, yeah. 220 grand for the Darren Till versus Stephen Thompson fight. That headline, the Echo Arena, they made, I think, like 4 million just on the um, gate oh, alone. Yeah. Yeah. On the yeah. gate alone. And then they have a deal with the ESPN where ESPN pay them 800 million a year 
to put on 40-something shows, and it works out that the ESPN paid them a further 2 million or 1.1 million it is per show. So they're getting... So for that, just let's just say for that, uh, for the sake of this argument, for that echo card, this is... I'm not... Listen, I don't... I'm not one of them... I am one of the people who think UFC fighters should be paid more, but I don't... I'm not like anti-company. They've got a business, they run it, they're better than everyone else. They're getting people that made more millionaires than any other sporting thing. But they're making probably 5 million from that Liverpool card, and the highest paid person, Darren Till's getting 220 grand. It's the... But for how much of a star Darren Till is, he should be getting 200, 220 grand's good money for him. So it's yeah, hard. Yeah. Like, so John Jones is probably one of the most underpaid sporting athletes of all time. He was getting paid like one one to two million for them early pay-per-views when he was doing 700,000 pay-per-views. Do you know how much yeah. Deontay Wilder would get paid for 700,000 pay-per-view? Oh, amount? That's yeah, a million at least. Sort of Look at the... So here's a per, you know, I'll tell you what, perfect example from this year. Crawford versus Spence did 600,000 pay-per-view buys. It may. I only know these numbers. I'm not pretending I've known these. Luke Thomas spoke about them in his live chat a few weeks ago. So it did 25 million pound live gate in Vegas, and yeah. it did 50 million dollars worth of pay per view buys, 600 thousand pay per view buys, 75 million. Then two both got 25 million guarantees each. That was it. That, that was her thing. And then the broadcast, Al Heyman, the promoter, everyone split the other 25 million. Yeah, that did 600 thousand pay per view buys, and then John Jones versus Gain this year did. Yeah. 780,000 pay-per-view buys. John yeah. Jones got like nine point something million and Gain got 500 grand. So they yeah. paid them two for more pay-per-view buys, 10 million between them, and the other two are getting 50 million between them for less, well less pay-per-view buys. Yeah. But you, the fighters are massively underpaid. It's not, and, and if you look at the court case that's going on at the moment, that Kung League. Yeah, that, that thing's still ongoing. Still it's ongoing. 20%, isn't it? The UFC have got a thing in the sort of like, I don't know, a shareholder thing where it says, we will only ever pay the fighters 20% of the revenue. Like we said, like you said, Eric Anders would never have earned that money boxing or wrestling or doing anything. So they are well paid and it is, and they're paid enough. I just think... It depends on your situation. It could be paid more. I'm not not really against anything. The UFC have got like a massive model where they make people rich, but I think that to to get back onto UFC 96, I think we could end it with... They're all underpaid, but they're also, you do get some people like the person who opens a card who's on 10 and 10. If you open a boxing card, sometimes you'll only be on a ticket deal. Like you have to sell tickets to make money. So they are, there are a lot of people who have been made rich from the UFC, but they definitely could be paid more. To be honest, I think, yeah. But I also think what would be bet good is if they had like a thing where if you fought a certain amount of times, you get like a, maybe a bonus or like, I don't know, life insurance, health insurance, something like that. So yeah. Say if you're a guy like Cowboy, obviously he's made loads of money, but... Say, for example, he was never champion. Yeah, Cowboy, Cowboy doesn't blow for his money, by the way. He was? I feel like, cause I feel like boxing, and in boxing, we've, we're all used to it because it's been going for years, but because MMA is only 30 years old and it's not like that many people who made loads of money. Like Someone like Cowboy is 100% going to be skint in five years, five, six years. Like There will be, so be so many cautionary tales of MMA fighters who have just blown all their money because just on stupid. Like, boxers have been doing think, it. Do you not think he must have, I'm not saying he's a multi-billionaire, but like, he must have, he was fine forever, and he's been he's made so many bonuses, and he's had decent checks as well. There's no way he's mo- he's worth more than five million. But still, I get what you're saying. But that's I know it it, he should probably have more, but that's still a lot of money. No, it's like, crazy money. I'm not saying he's not earned good money, but I just think from what from being a like if you're a boxing fan for as long as I've been, you've watched boxers throughout the years and the stories oh, yeah. of boxing throughout the years, like mm-hmm. spend a lot of money. These are these boxers and MMA fighters are not like. By default, are not like the smartest people in the world. They're never, definitely never that, that money savvy. You get the, a few like who 
the the ones who end like you you're talking about Eric Anders who like they stand out as being good financially because it's like they're in a cloud of they're just like in a sea of people who are just not good with the money. Right. Cowboys, mate, you know the money he spends on just like having fun and stuff. I just can't imagine him being thinking for long. Right, we need to go on the car because we're yeah, 32 yeah. minutes in. <laughs> and we have, this is a, this is titled the UFC 296 review. We're 32 minutes in and we haven't spoken about, I think, a single right, fight. Okay. okay, Leon against Colby. I say we just flick through. Hang on. To, to, to do this, I think we can flick through Andre Feely, Garbrandt, and I missed the Aldana fight. Oh, that was the best fight of the whole night. That was so good. Oh, I, so good. That was I the best did I see Gar? Yeah, I missed Garbrandt because I watched the highlights in bed. And then yeah. as I, I did wake up and I was downstairs while the Ardana fight, but I was like making a brew in that. And then I came in as the Manifield fight and they were all just talking about how sick the Ardana fight had been. Oh, it was, it was so good. That was the best fight of the night. Yeah, and then it was Alonso Manifield. Yeah, that was the best. Yeah, and I rewatched it the next day. It was so good. Typical, typical me fashion, yeah. JJ's obviously upstairs crying, Meg's at work, right? Give me a but I can edit things now. So what I did with the last video with that Joe when we talked about uh, his life in Thailand, I fucking ended it stupidly, but I could, wait a sec, I'll come down, then we can edit, quit it out. No, wait no, a sec. Oh, right, we've boxed it. He's uh, I can edit that there. I might even just leave it in. Who knows? Is it local? Right, so let's just go in straight anyway. So we'll go, we'll start at the top. Colby versus um, Colby, Colby. Leon Edwards versus Covington. What we're saying, so I'll let you, I'll throw it to you. What's your take on the fight? What was your good and bad of the fight is? I like obviously I, I I obviously Leon's one of my favorite fighters. He's a UK guy and stuff. Obviously wanted to win, but I like Colby. Obviously I think he took it too far with the comments and stuff. But when he came out, I just feel like he didn't because obviously he, everything that he said, he was fighting like he didn't want to get like knocked out. He didn't want to risk. Yeah. It wasn't like when he fought Usman the first or second time. It was just a bit like I've never seen Colby like that before in my life. It was so. I think Colby's looked at like the sort of like. I think I think definitely not fighting for two years will play a, a part as well. But I think Colby's looked at the landscape of how the world is now. If you get sparked, yeah, that's with that's viral everywhere. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think I don't think he wanted that. I think he thought, but he's, did you not think he should? If he just do you not think if he just said I was injured, we'd have all been like, yeah, I could see that. I think he probably was injured. Like why? Why did he come out of all the like? I never. I don't, think, I don't think it would have washed either way. Like you, like it's like oh, when it's when it's the other way around. So like Shavkat won and he was injured, but it's like, oh wow, you're so great and whatever. But then when you are in, when you say you're injured, then you lose. Even if you're telling the truth, people are like, so what? You didn't have to. Yeah, no, that's true. But I think I think a lot of his, he seems to have like what what I'll say about Colby. Like it's weird that I like so I've never liked Colby. If you look at my tweets for the from years gone by, I've always been like he's a grass. I hate him. And then for some reason I warmed to him, but I think I just disliked Leon Edwards that much that I wanted. I want. Someone like Leon. 
can't stand him, mate. I think he's so boring. I just can't. Yeah, as a person, as a champion, I just think, and I because he's always on Ariel's show, and Ariel's obsessed with him. I just always think, like, I like a champion who's a laugh, and he's just the least thing of a laugh. Yeah, like me too. Right. Wrong, he's smashing it, and um, and he's a good champion, and he's got. A, I mean, he beat Edwards. Like obviously, it was not luck, luck the first fight, but he was up against it. And in the second fight, mate, he just dominated him, dominated Colby. Good champion, and I'm I'm not sad that he's the champion. And I probably deep down wanted him to beat Colby because Colby is a he is a character though. Like I, I feel like non hard. Oh, we know, yeah, because we remember. I remember what he was like when he was. I remember him. I remember him about the time when he was on. Probably it's the famous card where he got told he might be getting cut to Dan Lambert. The Brazil card, yeah. And this and Dan Lambert, the famous story goes for obviously a lot of casuals who probably won't or what known it is. Dan Lambert got told, told this is he's got one fight left in his contract. He's got he's going to fight at his contract, and we're probably not looking to offer him another deal because he was just nothing. He was just he was just somebody who like somebody knows on the contender series. Like he was just a filler of the card. He never spoke. He was a nice guy. When did you remember? Used yeah, to be always mild mannered sort of thing. Yeah, he was a mild mannered American wrestler. Do you know what I mean? They have, they have this when you're a wrestler and that you're always usually disciplined. They have a lot of respect. He had a respect for his yeah, opponent. Yeah. Dan Lambert wrote him a character, and Colby just in the end, Dan Lambert had to kick him out of the gym because Colby wouldn't let go of the character. He wouldn't stop playing the character, and he took it too yeah. far. But Colby Covington would have never made two, three million from fighting if he hadn't made this character up. Yeah, so in a way, it kind of paid off, but then at the same it time, paid off massively. It paid yeah. off massively. Yeah, he's I'm just. Like, He's a massive wrestling fan. He was always talking to people like Ariel who were massive wrestling fans. Dan Lambert has literally got his... Dan Lambert's Lambert the biggest wrestling fan yeah. of all time. He, he gets his fighters into AEW. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it worked, and it's worked perfectly. Look at look at the star Colby Covington is compared to compared to what he wasn't before he started this character. So at the end of the day, he's a character. At first, when it was just like Trump and all this, and I used to think it was boring. Now I kind of think it's... I thought... I like the way he commits to nicknames and stuff. I find it funny. I just yeah, find... Oh, yeah, the, the best one was about jo- Joanna, and, jo- jo- Joanna and JJ. He calls her Joanna, no paycheck. I thought that was yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a few. I, I, I love that he, no matter, no matter what, t- how angry he gets, or like, no matter what the situation is, he will never sway from him. So if he's in the biggest angry rant where you normally just slip things out, actually, he will call Usman mighty fake newsman. Yeah. And ask him, these are bad nicknames, but the funny Tyrone, what is it, Nightquill? <laughs> yeah, he calls, and he calls him, uh, yeah, he called it, and he called him Soy Jones Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like these are <laughs> like the, I find him quite funny, and especially because I kind of like don't like Leon, but I'm not sad that like he will never get a world title fight again now. No, Owen Free and title fight, he's 35. Yeah, exactly. Unless he, unless there's like one of them where he wins a couple and then. It's like free, do you know, like a business sort of thing where it's three days' notice and the, and ever the desperate. Yeah. And he just says to the UFC, I will turn up. Do you know I think it's he... also another one where, as well, like where he, like you said, these new guys, he's it's kind of passed him by the way. Because, like, yeah, like yeah. If, he, if he say, for example, he, like he had to fight Shabcat next, and you, if I, like, oh, he had to fill in short notice, you'd be like, I, I don't give him a chance, kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Oh, no, yeah, exactly. Who I so think. He's 30, what is he, 36? No, 30, he'll be 36 the next time. Old vision. And he took a lot of time out. I think the two years didn't help. Someone like him needs to be active, but he, he's never been active. He's been, he fought Usman, then he fought, uh, what's he called? Uh, Ro, uh, Robbie Lawler. No, no, he, no, he fought Robbie Lawler, Usman, then would be in lockdown. And then yeah, yeah, that was then was the so you think, even yeah. then, even then, that's probably like, that's four fights in what, what, how many years? Like like four, it's about four fights in about four years. I think he's probably fought. If we go and look, at, hang on. If I go and look at his thing, well, I, don't care. Well. I bet he's fought 
five times in five years? Yeah, because he fought Dos Anjos in 2018, Lawler in 2019. Yeah, it is his when you can fight twice a year, that should be 12 minimum. Yeah, that should be like between eight and 12. He's 100%. not a world title, he's not a world title fighter either. So, you, you if you're not if you're just a, a contender, surely you're wanting two a year minimum. Yeah, like say, like Gilbert Burns has been doing, yeah, exactly. Years. Yeah, and he's just been inactive. And then Edwards, I think, I think with Edwards, he's been unlucky. You had the chance to make him pay for what he said, but this is it's a sport, mate. Like at the end of the day, like you're not going to go. That was what Colby wanted for him to lose, leave his game plan to try and hurt him, to, do you know what I mean? Edwards, his best thing is, you're yesterday's news if he tries something and Colby catches him. So you win this fight, you get go down history of winning Colby, you beat Coven Covington, you keep your title, and then on to the next one. Do you know, he, no one seems to have, one thing I'll say for Leon Edwards, he, he's a bit like how I would be, I imagine. He is enjoying being the champion. He enjoys oh, going partying as a champion. He enjoys the fact that people like Rio Ferdinand take interest in him now. He enjoys yeah. the fact that he's famous. He enjoys the money. He loves being a champion. So if you can just eke out a nice, easy result, not eke out, but like win a nice, safe result like that, Colby Covington. He's now got Christmas as a champion. This whole break when TV's are yeah. watching TV and he's on every show and talk show as a world champion. Why would he not? Why would he risk it? Why? It's not, he's the champion. It's not for him to try and savagely yeah, beat down. It's anything, it's for the challenger to come and get you. It's like when Cannonier fought um, Adesanya. Everyone was like, oh, it was a boring fight, but. Why is he doesn't need to chase him to make him fight? Especially Izzy's definitely a lot smarter as well because Izzy's like really intelligent. He always speaks about seeing how certain people who've been who have been in wars throughout their career are later on in their life, and he's like, I don't ever want to be that. If I can, if my opponent's not giving me something to work with, I'm not going to work with nothing because I'd rather just get out of the five rounds to nothing safe. And there's a one in the bank. Who would you want to fight next? So. I would go with Bilal. If you think about the first Bilal fight in lockdown, I remember watching that. I had a few lads, like a few mates around mine. I remember it. He was dominating that first round. Oh, he was gonna knock him out. He was gonna knock him out. Bilal's a kickboxer as well, so like, a, like at heart. So I think like, and Edwards is as well. I think, I think that's a nice easy fight. And if you can get that in the UK, I, if, like we're talking about this, if 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 they just put Bilal because Bilal versus uh, Edwards, you'll struggle to sell out like a, a Vegas thing mm. for that. So it needs to be in the UK or it needs to be like a co-main event. So if you want a headline with that, you go yeah. to the UK. Sorry, Liverpool, I'm just about to score. You go to the UK, you do, oh, you do. You're not even watching the game, are you? No, because I'm going to watch it my laptop when we're done. <laughs> yeah, so you do Bilal versus Leon and you do Aspinall versus just anyone. Uh, if I'm Aspinall, I, I, this is why I don't, I, I'm not going to go on a but Aspinall. No, we can go on. all this stuff. Just wait, just wait. You are literally next. Like, what yes, are you doing? What? He's next. He fight, he's he fight fight Sorry? The Jones versus Stipe are not going to fight till July minimum. You're talking probably August, September. I think they're going to go again in New York next year, Jones versus Stipe, right? No, that's, that's November. Are you going to wait? Aspinall will get paid pay-per-view points for defending that. You're going to forego a £2 million, £3 million pound payday, easy payday, against obviously it's not going to be someone amazing, They've Dana White's already said you're not getting Stipe, you're not getting John Jones, so it's probably going to be Garn, someone who I think Aspinall would wipe the ball with. Would you not just want, a, and Aspinall likes to fight, would you not want a massive card yeah, in yeah, the UK? Right, right. He's 31, 30, he's young, and the thing is, if you fight, right, let's just say he fought, I don't know, uh, Garn, Almeida, whoever, 
And even if he wins, you still got to think you're taking damage at heavyweight. And then well, he might not even be the champion. Henan Burrell done the same thing when he was the bantamweight champion. He defended the interim belt and then he lost it. It's just like, well, why would you do that? But also, we've seen with the UFC, so this is, and this is a very real thing, you can't deny this. Jones versus Stipe could happen, yeah? No, say, 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 let's say for the best case scenario for Thomas yeah. Burrell, they fight in July, which is not happening. But if they fight in August or September, best case yeah. scenario, they fight in September. They win and then they want to book then they both retire, yeah? And then the UFC need a title fight for December. So they want to book Aspinall versus whoever for the full title and Aspinall gets injured. They will strip him without... They won't give a fuck. They will strip him of that uh, interim title. They'll make a world title fight right above him between Gain and whoever the fuck is Almeida if he beats Blades and whatever and it won't make a difference. And then I feel like the UFC is the only place where you can't really sit you need to just be taking fights because he's now so he's now going to get pay per view points for whatever fight he is, and there's a minimum because of the ESPN deal where ESPN pay, ESPN pay him out for four hundred thousand pay per view points, regardless if it even does that. UFC fighters get paid that, so a UFC a world champion now in a UFC title fight is getting paid about two million minimum. So he's going to get yeah. two million for fighting in the UK against. If you think about the possible people he could fight, someone who's he should beat. I think he should beat Gain. I think he'd beat Gain. I, Really. You should be yeah. able, but it's just even if you, you get Blades fight again, get I can't know it wasn't a proper win, but get the rematch yeah. for the title, win that, get paid two million, and then you're still in the same position because Stepe and Jones are not fighting Aspinall. I know, but then also as well, you've got to think. Okay, look at say light heavyweight Jamal Hill was the champion. He gets injured, so they strip him. But then Yuri, who were basically out for a year, he walks straight into a title shot. So why not just wait? You're the same age, just wait. I would well, rather. I Fight yeah, John Jones, or at least fight for an actual belt when I come back. Because imagine you fight for the interim belt, you lose, and it's just like, ah, oh, what's the point? And that's true. I'm not listening, and it is. But I think the pit. I think in the UFC you can lose, and I think the UFC would hold it more against you. If, you have, if UFC, some reason decide right, we want to get this stadium fight, so we need Aspinall versus someone, Leon versus someone, throw Paddy on there, and pretty much give Paddy versus what's he called, Finger Green, um, put put uh, Molly on there against anyone. Just all these Alan, Alan Allen versus someone as well. Put all these fighters on there and fill a stadium. And then Aspinall goes, you know what? I think I'm going to wait to see what happens with John Stipe. The UFC mm. would hold that against him. I would go. And I am a person who sometimes thinks, like Bilal Mohamed, if, I, if, if the UFC offered Bilal Mohamed any sort of fight in January, February, March, I'd be telling him, shut the fuck up, mate. I'm waiting for Leon. I get that. I would have waited if I'm, I'd wait for Bilal Mohamed. But I think Aspinall, because of like, how long it could take Jones to fight, Stipe. It's going to be a hard fight to make and everything again. I would just go. I would just, I would fight. I would, I would just get a, a defense in. Why not? He yeah, beat them all. In this situation, maybe, yeah. Maybe you're right. But it's a lot of risk. I think it's a lot of risk. It's a lot of risk, but I, I do think the rewards are to, to make it worth it. Yeah, it could pay off. Because imagine if he wins, and let's just say the best case scenario would be okay, let's just say Jones and Stipe fight in August. And let's just say the best case scenario would be Jones to win. And then it's like... I don't think Jones sticks around to fight Aspinall. Sorry? I don't think Jones sticks around to fight Aspinall. You think he'll retire straight as... He retires if beats Stipe, but runs off into the sunshine. The thing is, actually, if Stipe was to win, Jones would definitely not retire. He'd be like, I need to get that one back. Oh, no, Jones would keep one if he lost, but I think he's going to run over Stipe and retire. Yeah, that's You know... To wrap a ball on this one, because we've got a few fights to get through and not yeah, much time. Yeah, yeah. Colby, what would you do 
so Leon was saying next title defence in England, preferably uh, as a headliner or call main event if it's a stadium fight. What are we saying for Colby? What's what would you do next for Colby? If I'm, if I'm Colby, I just want like fun fights that people want to watch. Yes. I'd go for the show. I would. I don't know why. He did, why he shit on it. I would go for Shavkat. I would say, listen, young untested prospect. Fuck it. And even if he goes out, everyone has Shavkat as like the new camp Hamza in that division where they think like he's a goer. And if he them to have a war, Colby could get these fans back. There's a you can lose in the UFC and it doesn't matter. So if you lose in a yeah. certain way where you're in a war and it, Gilbert Burns against Hamza, he's he was probably twice the star he was after that fight after he yeah. lost. Well, Colby's turned a lot of fans off this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Even the so, had one. If he was to fight the winner of Ian Gary against Jeff Neal, that's perfect. That's if people don't, yeah, people perfect, don't that, if you win that and you beat one of the best prospects in the division, especially if Gary was... Him and Ian Gary would have a good back and forth, which would be good. Yeah. But would Ian Gary take it? But then I think Ian Gary would take yeah. it because I think he sees weaknesses in Colby from that fight. And that is... A, if Ian Gary wins that, he is guaranteed a title fight. The UFC will give it for Gary as well because if Gary won it's like oh he'll get a lot more people on side yeah yeah, yeah yeah that's what that's I cool. do, you know what that, do you know what I haven't thought of that and that's why you're in here because that's perfect yeah, <laughs> yeah Gary cool. if, Colby versus Gary is perfect for all sides Gary gets a massive rub if he beats Colby Colby gets a massive run if he beats Gary they both play off each other well in the press conferences and stuff perfect I want I that as well I want that more I want that more than what I wanted I want Colby versus Gary next imagine if they did it in Ireland as well Exactly, and they said they are going back to Ireland. Right, we'll move to the next one. So, not really much to say about this. Pantoja versus Roy Val. I thought, I haven't really got much to say. It was a good fight. I just feel like you got, you're seeing levels. Pantoja was just far too good, but Roy Val was tough enough to stick into it, good enough not to get like subbed or KO'd and flyweights. They don't carry the most power. They don't stop each other that much. I think just a flat, typical flyweight fight. They're always very good. The skill's very good. They can hurt each other they, and they can get about each other, but very, usually they will go the distance. Even yeah. Reno Royval, great fight, went the distance. I think that's just what you get from Flyweight. Good fight, loved it, and didn't hate it as much as some people did, but not that great. Yeah, I thought it was all right. I didn't expect it to be as one-sided. I actually thought Royval was going to win. But no, I, I thought Pantoja was going to win. I did not did. expect it to be so... Pantoja's been so dominant. I thought it'd be like a back-and-forth... You know, like when Pantoja fought uh, Moreno? Yeah, that was back-and-forth. I thought it'd be like that, but... No, See, I didn't have, not not judging you for that because Roy Val is good. I just thought Pantoja is just a bit too polished at flyweight for someone like Roy Val, who I thinks I think you don't need to be that experienced to get a title shot at flyweight because the division is quite thin. So Roy Val probably got it a bit early, but he was the rightful challenger. But he got it. A bit, he, I feel like he's more likely to go away for free fights than come back and have a better better go with it. And I think that's what happens at flyweight. You go away for a bit. Kai Kara France had some bad losses, and then now he seems to pick up. Do you know what I mean? I think. I think flyweight's oh, just a division for the hardcores where people just all beat each other and they're all small and they're all, they're all sick. I don't yeah. think there's like that much more to say about that. But that yeah, that fight was all right. What was the last so, one? The next one? Shavkat, Wonderboy and Shavkat. Yeah, I'm going to pass this to you because, admittedly, I didn't realise until I was doing the watch on that someone said, uh, Charlie Edward, uh, Leon, uh, Leon Edwards or Charlie Edwards, neither the fucking two, Sonny Edwards fight is on now. And I was... I was question, questioning which fight, if I had to miss one of the main events or like Paddy, I wouldn't. But if I had to choose one from the main card, Shavkat Thompson probably would have been the one that wanted to miss for it. So I went and watched the boxing. So oh, give me your take on how the fight, I've not even rewatched uh, the fight. I'm not to anything. I thought it was going to, I thought Shavkat would win and I thought he'd probably win a decision. I was surprised that he subbed Wonderboy. Um, I don't think Wonderboy is as good as he sort of used to be. And to no, be honest, I, I, 
even that, if Wonder Boy's going to still keep fighting, I just want to see him fight guys like when he fought Kevin Holland last year. Yeah, just strikers, strikers, celebrity fights, fun fights. I'm like, I don't need to see him against someone in the top five anymore. I don't. Wonder Boy's not going to fight for a title. Like, I do get that sometimes it's nice to prospect build. Like they've done with, you've got to think with Shavkat now, that's a good prospect build. You beat Wonder Boy, you get the rub. People are saying title fight, but I don't need to see Wonder Boy in these fights. I want to see him against people like Kevin Holland, Jack Della Melamelena, even maybe a Colby if Colby was to lose another. I want to see him in celebrity fights. Well, Colby actually called him out after the fight. Yeah, he called him out, didn't he? I think that's a bit... I don't really want to see that. Yeah, I just want to see... a soft landing, isn't it? Yeah, I just want to see Wonder Boy fight, guys. Like, fun. Like, if Masvidal was still around, I would have loved to have seen him fight Masvidal. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. Did Stephen Thompson beat him once? Yeah, he beat him, like, 10 years ago or something like that. Yeah, years ago. I would have liked to have seen... Yeah, so one I wasn't surprised. Shavkat looked good. One boy didn't look amazing, but that 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 was it. It wasn't a very exciting fight at all, to be honest. That was it. Right, we'll fight to the next one just because this is a big one. So Paddy Pimlet versus Tony Ferguson. Obviously, there's quite a few things to say about this. Paddy looked good in round one. Uh, looked okay in round two. Free gas, fact he gassed. But I thought he was very lucky to get it on the get put down on the floor when he did because I think he was gassing on the feet. People are saying like Tony looked a lot better now, but I do you know I can't get it, what I can't get out of my head is think of the Tony that even came back and fought Pettis when he wasn't at his best to me on the McGregor undercard. He yeah, would yeah. have ran through Paddy in a round. Oh, yeah. So the this whole thing like, oh, he looked better than he obviously he looked better than he looked against the Bobby Green, but how could you look worse? Obviously, he looked better than he looked like Diaz, but how could you look worse? And that like I'm back on the Paddy train now because I think I liked Paddy. I always thought he was sound. I thought I always thought he was like he was a bit much sometimes in Mo him and Molly together yeah. a bit much, but he was always sound enough. He was like trying, trying his hardest. He wasn't like a, he wasn't like a knobhead or anything. But, it, but the, the aerial fight week with a Jared oh. Gordon, and the way the Jared Gordon fight went, it, I don't like lick asses, and he was just like proved himself to be like a little lick ass. And then, then the way the Paddy fight that Gordon yeah, fight, yeah. and he won, it was just like turned a lot of people off, especially me. Um, but I'm back on him now, definitely. But this fight. You've, I feel you've got to be stopping Tony Ferguson in this day and age. Yeah, I kind of feel the same. I mean, Tony is tough to finish. Like, if you look at actually the guys that have finished him, Michael Chandler with that kick, Gaethje was just, it was just too much in the end. And then Bobby Green tapped him right at the end. He's actually not the, he's quite a difficult person to finish. I did. Oh, he is. He is. I, I was talking about it the next day with my dad. He was like, oh, I thought Paddy looked great. But I was like, yeah, but he should be Tony Ferguson. He he was a settled fight. We just, the, what if we're all honest about ourselves, we all didn't rate Paddy's skills so much that we didn't, we stopped thinking it was a settled fight. Because realistically, yeah. Paddy versus Tony Ferguson in this day and age is a settled fight. You're setting up the prospect to look good against the old legend. But because we all think Paddy's not that great, which I don't think he's ever going to be a world, he's never going to win a world title or anything. Yeah. Be, you could put him in some, bear in mind, he's still young, you know, 28, is he 28? That's not 29, that's not old. So he's still got, if he has a lot of learning fights and you're building right, I do think he can be in big fights, not in fun fights, not like world title fights, but we definitely didn't rate his skills so much that we started to like not think it was a walkover job as much as it and the thing is, Lightweight is such a short, like short tank. It's just like... When he, he said in the press conference, I want to fight someone between 15 and 12, uh, 11, and I'm thinking, and then he said, the, the 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 guy goes and then Paddy's like who and he's winner I don't know and then the guy goes I think he beat Bobby Green because I think Bobby Green's wins have sort of like definitely made him look better than he is I think he is very washed up uh, I think he beat Bobby well, it'd be a good fight with Bobby Green he could po possibly lose but maybe win but then you look at like Moicano would definitely beat him RDA yeah. would definitely beat him 
Um, these are the Drew people Dober. that like eleven. Drew Dob, mm, right. probably. Drew Dob is the one I'm most confident about. You know what I'd like him to fight. I'd, I'd, I would love the McKinney fight. Terence McKinney fight. Oh, that would be good fight. I know they run rank, but McKinney's vulnerable. Lost a couple. McKinney, McKinney can lose. He's like you don't no, know. Yeah, I'd love that fight. Like, and then Tony, this is the one. So the sad one. What do you what do you, is he? Do you want? Is that the last fight you want to see from him? I wouldn't yeah. mind. No, he's skinny, spent a lot of money, and he's and uh, Luke Thomas regularly says like he's not never done the best financially. So and he gets paid well from the UFC. So Tony is one of them people. You look at him even when he's not fighting that how much he self destructs. He is gonna his head's gonna be fucked when he stops fighting because when he's not got that like thing to oh what a goal Liverpool. Uh, some eye. Oh yeah, even he's cupping his ears to all these fucking muppets who are starting to question if he's a good signing. Now he's a fucking well, unbelievable signing. Liverpool fan. Oh, Twitter's going. I seen a thing today saying oh, no, he's going. Yeah, he gets on Twitter. He gets crucified. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's quality though. But that United oh, game, that United right. game, pissed me off so much. Like, I was just, oh man. Anyway, back. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, but, Tony, uh, I don't see him fight ever again. It's just, it's sad. It's that like BJ Penn kind of thing. It's just it's sad. sad but I just think if Dave, if the UFC released him, he'd go and get fights elsewhere. And I just, Russia or PFL would give him a couple of fights where he gets run over by some like guy who never heard of. I just think, can they not just find, can they not just put him on? So you have a fight night card in Austin or somewhere like that, or you have a fight night card in wherever, Poland, anywhere. You put Tony Ferguson free from the top against someone not making the debut, but someone off the contender series and just people who Tony Ferguson can have little wars with. Does he not pay his value though? Yeah, but then what he does is again, it's just like... Yeah, um, it's true. It's on He's Him and BJ Penner are the record holders for seven fights. Seven in a row. It's, it's so bad. Like, And I love Tony. I always wanted to win. It's just... And it was sad because I remember like last, earlier this year, I was watching him against Pettis. And I was oh, like, oh, yeah. And even then he looked... Even that's not his best, but he looked good. Yeah, and I was thinking, oh man, he really, he really did deserve a McGregor or Habib fight. It was just he deserved a big pay per view fight, and he never got it. He got shafted realistically because he never he even did. got to the pay per view points from defending his interim because he fell over a UFC cable, by the way, and snapped his oh, knee. Oh yeah, 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 and it nearly happened again when he fought. I think it was Nate, maybe yeah, yeah. World famous heartbeat alarm, mate. Oh shit! So we've well, got probably about five minutes. Okay, fine. So the last fight, Bryce Mitchell against Josh Emmett. I right, genuinely Josh, Bryce Mitchell was dead. Did you watch? You probably didn't. Me, I did a, one of these with my mate Joe, and it came out just before it. And he, I couldn't believe, and even my mate, well, two people texted me laughing at how stupid this Joe was because I got him to bet a tenner straight bet that I said Bryce Mitchell, he said Josh Emmett, and, I, and he got and we bet a straight. Tenor. John messaged me like, mate, you would have got worse odds at the bookies, and then. <laughs> The other mate messaged me. Luke was like, "Mate, why, how is, why is he taking that bet? Bryce Mitchell's going to kill him." I couldn't believe. And then he, Joe, even replied back saying, "Oh my god, I thought I, I thought Emmett was jo Jared Gordon." So which was a bit, I was a bit amazed by that because I thought Jared Gordon's even worse than Emmett. But even then, yes. neither Emmett or Jared Gordon I thought could be. I thought Bryce, Bryce Mitchell was just going to do what he does most of the time. Oh, yeah, he gets yeah, like, yeah. just drag him to the floor and just just have him on the that, free round. That, is it? The hardest hit in in February. It was scary. Oh, no, he gets hard. Not the best yeah. fighter, but the hardest hitter. Mate, when he, they showed the replay and he hits him and then he just stiffens up and falls back and his oh, eyes man. are like... Is that, and you see that look, 
and then he starts convulsing. Right. I was like, oh man, I was quite sad because I, I like Josh Emmett as well, but I love Bryce Mitchell, so I really want to. The worst thing about that was so I did a watch it, so it was just before I jumped on. No, I had jumped on. What happened was Meg was on a night out with her mates for Christmas. Yeah. She's fucking come through. She woke me up though because I slept through my alarm. Luckily, she come in at like half two, woke me up, or like 20 past two. Woke me up. She's fucking banging all around the house and that. Then she goes upstairs, crashes and falls asleep. Whilst that fight's on, I'm fucking just what just about what I'm just watching it when they're doing all the checks before the fight. The door goes. I ain't got a fucking clue what's going on. My dog's an arsehole when the door goes, he starts barking all the time. She's ordered a takeaway and fell asleep, didn't wake up for it. So the, as the oh. as the takeaway guy's there and my dog runs out and Asian people are not that fucking receptive to dogs. So he, yeah. jo- he drops the food when the fucking my little fluff... Have you seen my little gay fluffy dog, haven't you? No. Nah. Oh, no, I haven't, I haven't. Bobby. <laughs> right, he runs out, the guy jumps, drops the food. And as I'm, as I'm trying to like... He's talking to me and he's like saying it's okay. I just hear like... This is one of the most craziest knockouts you'll ever see. Oh, and Bryce Mitchell's, man. and I'm like, mate, go leave, please. I need to see this. And when I come in, they didn't show up a replay for about five minutes. It was that bad. Yeah, they. You could tell they were sort of cutting. Usually they show it straight away, and they didn't. It was just like, oh my god. Could not believe how bad that was. But yeah, I was a bit guided by that. But I like. Hey, well, wrap it up then. So, Menafield, Jacoby, decent. Uh, both, uh, but quick one on both. Throughout the fight, both of them looked like they could get finished multiple times. Yeah. I wasn't That's what about that. None of them two are stars, but you watch that fight and it's a good end to the prelims because it was 50-50. It's a 50-50 fight like UFC fights are. It was good. Yeah, it was really good. And then Harold Rose. But I miss, obviously, I because what I do is when, when I watch the UFC, because it's on so late, say the main card started at three. Three. I always go to bed at like half ten. Yes, I usually get up at half one. So I'll watch the last few pre- but there were yeah. some prelims I really wanted to watch, but it was just too early. Like there was a few. Yeah, no, but- Audrey Feely, I would have loved to. I would have. I like Audrey Feely. These are like the little oh, tiny. Yeah. These are the personalities with inside MMA where only like hardcore fans know them, but they're like they're not massive stars, but the stars to us. Mm-hmm. I love yeah, watching Audrey Feely when he fights. Like Feely usually fights like four fights on a fight night card from the top. Yeah, and I love him, but yeah, yeah. too early for me. I'm not wake, waking up at that time. Same I with her. She lost as well. I was yeah, like, oh man. I wanted to watch that. It's just too early. She, I yeah. Casey, how many fucking bets did Casey O'Neill fuck for people? I actually bet on Lipsky to win, but some of my other fights lost. I, I put O'Neill. And then, last one, I'm going to finish on this because I didn't see the Aldana fight, even though I was saying fight of the year. My guy, Cody Garbrandt, are we back or what? Come on, he's only he only what? needs two decent okay wins and he'll get the sugar fight because they, they'll talk each other into it. Two decent... Well, what? Two, what how, we'll, so we'll, we'll, I'll tell you what, we'll have to jump on another time in, in the next week and do the... Uh, the what was you saying about the champions? We'll just do that as an extra video and just yeah. release it. Do a twenty-minute video, but so I want this is how we're going to end it because it's passionate to me. If you're you're Hunter, what's he called? Hunter Campbell. I'm I'm Sean Shelby. How are we maneuvering? What two fights are we doing to maneuver Cody Garbrandt into a world title fight with Shane O'Malley? Knowing it will sell, they don't like it where they fall out. They'll have beef on Twitter and stuff. What two fight? How can we get Cody Garbrandt safely? Bear in mind his chin suspect. <laughs> How can we get him safely to a world well, title? I, I, mean, I would say either Davis and Figueredo or maybe. I think Figueredo I think he's just too... I think, with, I think with Colby, you can't be sturdy because if he can't get you out of there, you can get him out of there. I would have, so I think... Stay away from like Marab and that, but I think because of the age and the time he's been off, a losing Cejudo to Marab could be a decent fight. 
and it's sellable. American, but I think and, he, and I think he could beat Sahudo. But then it's who do you beat after Sahudo? Or would you do a crew, maybe a cruise rematch? Oh yeah, UFC three hundred. Oh, that'd be great. Cruz yeah. versus Colby headlining the prelims of UFC three hundred. You beat Cruz easily. That's that's the win, and then you go. And then if you beat Sahudo, who's just lost to Marab, the UFC could wangle him in a title fight after that. Or maybe like Pedro Munoz, or but he lost him already. Yeah, but you can fight him again. You can fight him again because he. Think about it. He he beat him again. The thing is with Colby, you have to. I feel like you have to match oh, him very about, carefully because he can lose. <laughs> no, true. But what about okay? What about Adrian Yanez? That's a good fight. Adrian yeah, that's Yanez. You got to get him to beat that. Was it Dan Ige he fought and he just got his head jabbed off? Yeah, yeah. Even yeah, Dan yeah, yeah. not all that. You got to think as well. Danny, uh, not Danny Ige. Um, what's his name? Oh, who did I? Who did I just say? Muñoz. No, Yanez, Adrian Yanez. Sorry, sorry. So, you've got to think, Yanez got knocked out by... Um, Ige. What? Sorry? Was it Ige? No, no. It, he fought the other day. He's um, Calvin Cater's oh. teammate. It was... Uh, and he's... Puerto Rican. He's at Puerto Rican. I know what you mean. He was on the Florida card. Hang on. He fought and he fought... Um, that's going to drive me insane. He got like the I best jab in the Yeah, that's what they all say, don't they? It was... Uh... He did fight Danny again, beat him. Oh, that's gonna run. Well, I wanna fight. When I say this, you'll know it straight away. He comes up to the um, thingy Marley song at all the time. Calvin Cater. Calvin Cater. He's definitely fought him. No, he's Calvin Cater's teammate. Rob Font. That's what I was gonna say. Rob Font. That's it. Yeah, yeah. he's got the best jab. Two years ago, Rob Font like jabbed Cody's head off. That was it. Not EG. Not EG who jabbed his head off. It was Rob Font who gab- jabbed. Yeah. Uh, Ujab thing. Font knocked out um, Yanez in Miami this year. That's a yeah, great yeah, fight. Yeah. He's lost two in a row since then. I, I forgot he lost to Cordy Sandhagen. Yeah, Fucking he did. Know. He got on short notice, to be fair to him. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and he, he just lay on him, didn't he? Cordy, I didn't yeah. watch it, though. I was watching um, I was watching Nate Diaz against Jay Paul. So I didn't yeah, Jay Paul, same, same. I missed it. Right, do you know what? Two, an hour five, we will have to cut this. So we managed to get through the card. We talked a lot of bullshit at the start, but it's fine. This is what people just want conversations. It's good. Where's the next one? So we'll have to. What we'll do is we'll do we'll fit in between sometime soon, before the end of the year, or before yeah, before the end of the year in the next week, we'll do a women's and men's division who we think will be the. We'll do, we'll do a few. We'll do champions. We'll do who we think our breakout fighter will be. So that doesn't have to be a championship. They could just be going from no one to be brink of a title fight. Who we think will be? We'll do a few. We'll work out between us. We'll six weeks. Categories. Yeah. Pardon? We'll do like a few different categories. Yeah, we'll work out a few categories. So breakout fight of the year. Who do you think is going to be the fighter of the year? Um, things like that. What's the one fight we want to, that's not been made that we want to see the most in such and such a thing? Um, we'll talk about all that and we'll do that and we'll it'll be like 20 minutes, half an hour. And then for the next, so when's the next UFC card? Like January 14th. Yeah, it's. It's the is it the Apex? Uh I got it here. Hold on, you see tonight. Scheduled events. Here we go. The next one is yeah, it's at the Apex and Clive versus well I'll tell you what, so then for January twentieth we'll do another one of these but we'll definitely make sure we jump on before we'll do a pre fight, pre card UFC two nine seven, Strickland V Strickland V Duplessis, and then we'll do one of these after it as well. So one before and after that. 
Yeah, all right, fine. We'll definitely get on before the before the start of twenty twenty four. We'll jump on for a little half an hour and do the categories of the fighters and them all, all that shit. Because these are good. Yeah, yeah, these are good. They go so quick as well. What we're gonna do? Admit how quick does that? Because even I've realistic, we're seven minutes over now. We've massively ran out of time. But um, I could have talked to you for another hour. We could yeah, talk no, about one thing I was thinking all day when I'm thinking I'm gonna be talking to you because obviously we've been we've been like Twitter mates for years, and yeah, I feel like yeah. I've been in a boozer before Crystal Palace away. That weather's mm-hmm. boozer. What, what, what year was this? No, no, no. I remember it. You, you know that guy, Jed, that old guy, he makes me laugh so much. He, yeah. um, I think you DM me like, where should I go? And I don't, where did you go in the end? Do you know, no, we always used to go, I don't, couldn't have been that. We used to always go on the Weatherspoons face in the, uh, the, um, the tube station, whatever that Weatherspoons was, right face in the tube station. He, Summit Heath. Oh, Fulton Heath. Yeah, yeah that, that's not a tube station, but yeah, that, that yeah. Is it not? <laughs> No, oh, Fulton, Fulton Heath is like the worst yeah, part. Yeah. I didn't know it was the worst part of Croydon. It's the worst part of Croydon. But yeah. yeah that, that, um, that and it was sick. I've actually never been. I might have been to that Spoons before. But yeah, you can, yeah, because you can walk from Fulton Heath to Salah yeah, Park. Yeah. I, I live by literally 10 minute walk from the stadium, but I live right. the other side. That's where yeah. I must have But then I've always not, I remember, I was thinking that we could bring. We'll just talk about the next one. But I always think, imagine, imagine it. So you was no people will probably want to recognize you from the vine. <laughs> yeah, I still get people come up to me today. I don't know how they. And I always think, imagine if you was known that was a TikTok, you'd be massive. You'd be set for life. One, if that yeah. vine was a was a viral TikTok, you'd be massive. You'd be yeah, set. You know, sixty thousand people. set forever. Padu. Yeah, I didn't think I only done it just for me and my mates to watch. And oh, it, was funny. it was hilarious at the time. It made me laugh. Yeah. Plus, at the time, there wasn't many, and this is another thing why we used to, I think we used to speak on that, because there was not, we're not, not, never been like a fucking Twitter personality, but there was never that many black Liverpool Twitter fans, was there? Not really, because that's the thing, like, the reason I hate Arsenal more than any other club, obviously, I live... Yeah, you grew up in Arsenal fans. And yeah, literally, they're the biggest club in London, definitely. And I always feel that, like, it, were you, like, so a lot of my Scouse mates hate Everton, can't understand why anyone wants to hit like doesn't want to win the derby all the time like i obviously want to win the derby all the time but i would rather beat united every day than ever beat everton i do not i, I want to beat everton yeah, obviously yeah. but i would rather beat united whereas cockney liverpool fans like you obviously i'm more like i'm a great manchester liverpool fan we hate united you all hate arsenal because you watched them dominate when we were shit i watched liverpool yeah. united we were shit. i don't even know but i don't hate arsenal for when they were good the worst thing is like when i was in secondary school we were bad so, but Arsenal didn't win anything, but they would be like, oh, well, we're getting the top four. Oh, yeah, this yeah, and that. Yeah. It was... We it were was, getting top four for a long time. Well, then the years when, like the last few years under Wenger when they were in the Emirates, there was one thing they would brag about is getting top four. And we would be out of the top four race by November, mate. They were bleak yeah, years. They are, yes, yeah, I just, I can't stand them. But to be honest, most of my mates, they support like, obviously a lot, I've got a lot of Arsenal mates, but most of them support like Palace, Millwall, Charlton, because they're like the local teams. But yeah. Right, I think that's it. An hour and ten minutes. Sweet. I will right, we'll do it soon. So we'll do it. We'll make sure what are we on with twenty of. So we've got ten days to make sure we do it before. What we could do is we could do it because you need. To, it's good if you can release things on certain days. So we can do it before the first, and then the first when everyone's off work and doing nothing, release it on the first. Yeah, I'm. I'm not working at the moment, so I'm. I can do whenever. Yeah, we'll get it in. Oh, you're not working. That's perfect for me because I finish work at two every day, and my best time to do videos is usually between like two and. Well, after seven when JJ goes to bed, but JJ will go nap for two hours between yeah. me finishing work at two and like eight-ish. They're my best yeah. times to do it during the day. I'm not working, so I, I can literally do it whenever. 
Perfect. That's why it's good with me and that Joe because he's in Thailand seven hours ahead, so we can get him. He can get in me early and stuff. Right. Perfect. We'll yeah. get on one Wednesday. I'm never. I don't work on a Wednesday, so like Wednesday at like twelve o'clock is my best time. Yeah. Just. Or, just like, we do. Yeah. Definitely. We'll sort yeah, it out. And, and I can just. That, that's fine. Yeah. Perfect. Right. I'm gonna end this, but obviously we'll still be able to talk afterwards. But I'm gonna yeah. end it. Bye all. Yeah. Anyone who's watching, probably not that many.